You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. We're so happy that you tune in one more time to listen to the word of God. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so this month we are celebrating the birth of Jesus and we know that he is the reason for the season and that's why we can celebrate Christmas because he came, he was born and he gave us his son. We can truly celebrate him today. Well, praise ye the Lord and my wife have said it very well indeed that this month we are celebrating what we call Christmas, the birth of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Matthew 1, 21, that Mary would bring forth a son and we would call his name Jesus, for he would save his people from their sins. Well, my friends, we want to welcome you again to the New Day of Hope broadcast. We are so happy that you have chosen to spend the next 30 minutes with us. That's not robbery. That's a blessing that you have decided to spend that time with us today. And I know without a doubt that your heart will be blessed and that your soul will be revived and refreshed in the things of the Lord. There is a word from the Lord. So this would be a good time for you to call a neighbor, call a friend and tell them that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on the air and that they should tune in and enjoy the blessings of the Lord with us. And now for the word entitled, Christmas is coming. Are you ready? Our scripture is coming from Matthew chapter 3, reading from verse 1. It says, In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The topic has already been given, and it is, Christmas is coming, are you ready? Christmas is coming, are you ready? We've all been asked that question. Just a few days ago, someone said to me, Are you ready for Christmas? And I said, Ready or not, here it comes. This is a time of year when everyone start getting anxious about Christmas. And Christmas is the most advertised and commercialized day in the world. Nothing else comes close. It even gets an entire month. It's the most anticipated holiday and it's the most celebrated holiday in the world. Also, and we are constantly bombarded by TV shows showing us different things we can buy with money we do not have. So we tend to put stuff on credit cards and at the beginning of the year, everyone starts crying that January is the hardest month of the year. So I like to inject this right now. If you do not have cash to buy for anyone, just leave it alone 
and wait until after the holidays when it goes on sale. Do not put yourself in debt just so you can keep up with the Joneses. During the Christmas season, people set aside their normal routine to decorate their homes. Some of us still send out greeting cards. Some go to Christmas parties. Some attend candlelight services. They may sing Christmas carols. Some people travel near and far to be with family and friends. And uh, the spirit of Christmas is in the air. You can, you can feel something different during this time. And everybody seems to be all excited because it's Christmas. Christmas is coming and everyone is in that frame of mind. They're all excited. They're all happy. But when Christmas comes around, you can miss it. Or can you? The signs are everywhere. We can see it everywhere. You know, there are lights in Christmas homes. There are so many decorations that you just cannot miss Christmas. So you know that Christmas is coming. But although it's a celebrated time, it's an excited time, it is said that many people are depressed around this time. Some are lonely. Some are isolated. They feel overwhelmed. They may have lost a loved one, but in spite of it all, Christmas brings us hope. The first Christmas, many people missed it. We think of the innkeeper. When Mary and Joseph went to the inn, there was no room. There was no vacancy. The innkeeper was too busy. As we approach this Christmas season, I pray that you and I will not get too busy we get caught up in doing stuff and forget about the one that we are celebrating because we say that Jesus is the reason for the season. He is the one that we are celebrating. And I pray that you do not let the busyness of this Christmas cause you to miss the second Christmas because Christmas is coming. Whenever someone mentions Christmas, People have a tendency to think things and getting things. You know, my husband, whenever I ask him, what are you getting me for Christmas? He said, it's not your birthday. And actually, it's not my birthday. So guess what? He gives me nothing. So when my birthday comes along, then I get double. My friends, Christmas is coming. Are you ready? In our reading today, John the Baptist is calling the people to prepare. It says that John came out of the wilderness shouting, Repent and prepare the way of the Lord. He is announcing the coming of a king. John was saying to the people, Straighten out your lives in preparation for God's chosen king. Make the way straight for him to enter into your lives. Smooth out the places that will make his journey rough. Be ready to accommodate the king of kings. Repent and turn from your crooked ways and turn to God. Are you ready for Christmas? I'm not talking about decorations and shopping. I'm talking about your hearts. You may be materially ready. You may have all the gifts under the trees. You may have all the decorations up. You may have mailed your Christmas cards. Some of us still do. You may even be emotionally ready. 
but are you spiritually ready? In Matthew 24 verse 44, Jesus said, Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Jesus promised that he will come again. And the Bible tells us that we must be watching and be prepared for his return. We all know when Christmas is coming. But when will Jesus come again? The Bible says that no one knows the hour of his return. Some people have predicted when Jesus is coming, but it never happened. But the Bible says not even the angel, you know, the angel announced his birth when he came first, that he was born. The shepherd rejoiced. The shepherds glorify and praise God for all the things that they had heard and seen. The heavenly host praised God by saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So they were there for the first Christmas. They were able to celebrate him while others missed it. But my friends, no one knows, not even Jesus knows when the father will put in his appearance. But we must stay alert because think about it. It says that the day is coming just as a thief in the night. No one knows when a thief will break into their home. If you know, you'll be waiting for him. But we do not know. But with Jesus, we got to be prepared. There are many things that people do to get ready for Christmas. I don't need to go into detail because you know what you do to get ready for Christmas. I can recall growing up as a child, people had a tendency to go all out. They would clean their house from top to bottom. They'd put fresh paint, new curtains, new furniture. They'd throw out all the old furniture to bring in new ones. And then a few months later, here you have the company coming to take back their stuff because they weren't able to pay for the stuff that they bought on credit. So the first thing we see here in preparing for Christmas, there must be a personal cleansing. Your heart must be pure. Matthew 5 verse 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. The word blessed literally means happy. So here we see that the pure in heart are happy. Why? Because they will one day see God. This sounds really simple, right? But it's not that easy because there's stuff that can occupy our hearts that are not always pure. Because the Bible also said that men's hearts are desperately wicked. And that's why you and I have to guard our hearts. We have to crucify the flesh daily. We have to always have the word of God that will help us to keep our heart pure. The Bible says in Psalm, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I will not sin against thee. So we need a daily dose of God's word to help us to keep our hearts pure. The good news is that God is the one who cleans the heart. And all that we have to do is to ask him. David asked God for this exact thing. In Psalm 51 verse 10, 
he cried out to God after he had sinned. He said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. God granted David's request and gave him a clean heart. He can do the same for you, but all you have to do is to ask him. There's a song which says, give me a clean heart, O God, so I may serve you. We got to have a pure heart in order to serve God. When we truly prepare for Christmas, there is a new arrangement of our priorities. Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. An essential part of preparing for Christmas involves rearranging. Just as we arrange our homes, our schedule, another aspect of our life for Christmas, God wants us to arrange our hearts for Christmas. His desire is for you to make more room for his son in the room of your heart. When we take this extra room in, in the heart, God blesses us with more of Christ. Not more of things, but more of Christ. It is then that the blessing of God began to rapidly flow into our lives and overflow in the lives of others. When we put Christ in the center of our lives, everything else comes together. When Jesus made this statement of seeking the kingdom of God first, he was given the antidote for worry. Jesus makes it clear that if we are to succeed in life, our focus must be on God first. We become so busy celebrating the season that we totally miss the reason for the season. We become centered on shopping for the right gifts and forget to tell others of God's perfect gift. We are not prepared for Christmas until our priorities are in line. So we got to have our priority, priorities in order. We got to tell someone about Christ. We must give him foremost place in our lives during this season. And not just at this season, but at all times. When we truly prepare for Christmas, there is a decorating of the heart. I said earlier that there must be a cleansing no, there must be a decorating. You know, we decorate our trees, so now we have to decorate our heart. So you may ask, what does God do to a decorated heart? He says in Ezekiel 36, 26, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Because unless you have trusted Christ, you have a stony heart. God decorates a heart by gutting out the old and creating something new. When God decorates your heart, he must have complete control over your whole life. Far too often, we only give God partial control and we only allow him to make the changes that we approve. God's desire is to take your life and make it even more beautiful. God wants to add value to your life. 
God wants only the very best for your life and he wants to be the influence of your life. However, he waits for you to give him permission to begin the work. God is a gentleman. He don't just rush in and do his own thing. He waits for you to invite him in. He waits for you to give him access. So God desires is to decorate your life with his blessings and give you something completely new. When you decorate a tree, you go all out. Make sure the tree is well decorated and looking fine. That's the same way God wants to do with your heart. So you got to let him decorate your heart. When we prepare for Christmas, there is the receiving and giving of gifts. John 1 12 says, Yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God. So John speaks of those who receive Christ. And the Greek meaning of the word receive means to welcome or to accept. So John is making it clear that we are to welcome Christ into our lives. This receiving is not just for part or some of our life, but rather it is for every area of our life. This would be a great Christmas if you will receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. That's the best Christmas you can ever receive. Christ must also be believed. He said to those who believe in his name. To believe in the name of Jesus means to put faith in him as a person and in what he represents. The simple act is life-changing and transforming because we become children of God. God has given us an incredible gift. By faith in Christ, we can become children of God. When we accept Christ, we are ushered into God's family. John says that through Christ, we are given the right to become children of God. So that means you have access to everything. We are given permission to join God's family by faith in Christ. We become a part of eternity. Our citizenship is changed. You might be an American citizen. Now you're a citizen of heaven and we gain an interest in heaven. Our position in life is changed. We are now a child of the king. You are of royalty. You have royal blood flowing through your vein. You may say, but I'm not part of the queen's family. You're much more important because you're a child of the king. Your heavenly father owns everything and you are part of that family. You are blessed and highly favored. Praise the name of the Lord. Like I said earlier, when we truly prepare for Christmas, there is a receiving and giving of gifts. One of the greatest joy of Christmas is found in giving. The Bible said it is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give gifts. And every now and again, I enjoy surprising someone with a gift. When God has blessed you, you ought to be a blessing to someone else. Proverbs 23, 26 says, My child, give me your heart and let your eyes keep to my ways. The greatest gift you can give to Christ is yourself. There's a song which says, I give myself away 
so you can use me. The greatest gift you can give this Christmas is to give yourself, give your life to Christ. Let him use you. Let him have full control. Surrender your all to him. It will be the best Christmas you'll ever have. So in closing, where are you with your preparation for Christmas? Are there some areas of your heart that need to be clean? Maybe you need to rearrange some things to make more room for Christ in your life. Perhaps your heart is fairly barren and needs some of God's blessings for decorations. Have you received the gift of Christ and have you given him your heart? This year, the wonder of Christmas can come alive for you in brand new ways if you will open your heart and allow God to prepare you for Christmas. The good news of Christmas is that Jesus came into the world to give us life and eternal joy. The prophet Malachi and John the Baptist told the people to prepare for his arrival. Just as they prepared for Jesus' arrival, we need to prepare to celebrate the anniversary of his coming. Even as we celebrate Christ's coming, he said in his word that he is coming again. Are you ready to receive Jesus the next time he comes? Jesus calls us to straighten out our lives, to be spiritually ready to celebrate Christ's coming. To make way for Christmas, we must prepare our hearts to receive him. Is your heart ready to receive the King of Kings? Are you ready to celebrate Jesus coming? If not, you better get ready because the time for getting ready is short. Make way for Christmas is coming. You might have waited a long time, but Christmas is worth waiting for. Christmas is coming. Will you be there? Well, praise the Lord. What a powerful word we've heard today. Christmas is coming. Are you ready? I trust you are ready, my friends. Not by all the decorations and the gifts that you are going to get and give, but preparing your heart, preparing your soul for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I trust today's word was a blessing to your heart. Oh, my friends, you know, we never bring our broadcast to a close. Without giving you an opportunity to ask Jesus to come into your heart and into your life and save you. Salvation, my friends, is of the Lord. This could be the best Christmas you ever had. If you would give Jesus a chance in your life, if you would ask him to come into your heart, come into your life and save you. The Bible says, for it is with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So today you can confess Christ, ask him to save you and he will do that because whosoever the bible says shall call upon the name of the lord they will be saved let us pray father we thank you for your words today we know your words will never return unto you void but that your words will accomplish for the purpose in which you have sent it to speak to hearts today we pray in jesus name amen and amen amen and if you are blessed by today's word we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at newdayofhopeatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that email address is newdayofhopeatlanta at gmail.com. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, oh my friends, with joy you ought to carry on. Shalom. Ah, peace to all of you and God bless you and God keep you. He make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.